0: Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we're back to talk Week 12, waiver Wire. It's always fun coming on a Monday night talking about the beautiful game. And no, I'm not talking about the World Cup. I'm, of course, talking about this game that we love and appreciate. So, listen, I'm Canadian, so I'm not celebrating Thanksgiving. But, you know, in honor of Thanksgiving, I just want to come out and say I'm thankful for this great game that we call the NFL. And I'm, of course, very, very thankful for DFS Army for giving me this platform to go and talk about the game that I love. So let's get into some of the business side of this show. Now, week 12 is the only week that there are going to be no bye week teams, which means every single team is playing. Of course, it's because there's going to be those extra games playing on Thursday. So the Thursday games, the early game is going to be the Bills at the Lions. Then there's the Giants at the Cowboys finished off an evening game with the Patriots at the Vikings. So it's gonna be a good little slate, but we need to set you up for that because unfortunately, you know, it's been a few weeks since we've had some major injuries, but we do have some to report that we got to talk about. So Kyle Pitts, unfortunately, he's been put on IR. He had a knee injury. To be honest, if you were depending on Kyle Pitts at this stage of the season, you probably had a lot more problems. So, you know, it's it sucks for him, especially because he didn't quite have the season that we expected him to, but Going to end the season, maybe it's going to end the season. We'll see. Justin Fields, he's still dealing with a shoulder injury. Apparently, he's day to day, so that generally means he's probably going to play next week. But keep an eye on that if you have Justin Fields on your team, especially in super flex leagues. Um, you're gonna have to maybe take a look at some of these uh, streaming options that are likely available still on your waiver wire. Uh, Jamar Chase, we thought that he might be back in week 12, but it doesn't look like they're very hopeful that he's going to be back in week 12, so be aware of that if you have Jamar Chase in any of your leagues. Uh, Mike Williams, man. Death taxes and Mike Williams getting injured. He re-aggravated that ankle injury. Of course, he had the high ankle sprain that was keeping him out of games. Re-aggravated, left the game early. Keep an eye on that, but again, Josh Palmer, he's, he's just a dog man, but you can just tell Justin Herbert looked Exponentially better when he had some higher quality wide receivers. So we just hope that Mike Williams is back as we make the play playoff push in our fantasy football leagues. Clyde Edwards is out on the, with the ankle injury. Honestly, who cares? Obviously, you know, sorry for Clyde Edwards but fantasy purposes, we don't care. Same deal with Chase Edmonds, he has a high ankle sprain. Um Melvin Gordon was released as well. So that's, you know, a different Denver Bronco news. But uh, it's going to open some things up for our first running back that we're going to talk about. Um, And finally, man, poor one out for Wendell Robinson. Dude tore his ACL. And he was just starting to get acclimated. He was looking good. He had a few opportunities in games over the last few weeks. Didn't quite explode onto the fantasy scene like we'd hoped. But, man, looks like he's going to be done for the season. So that sucks because... Nine reps from now, this means he there's a potential that he's going to miss some training camp next year, which, again, as a rookie, a sophomore going into next year, those reps are so important. So hopefully Wandale has a safe and speedy <coughs> recovery. Before we get into the picks, I'm going to say this every single week, because I'm obligated to do so, go check out dfsarmy.com, dfsarmy.com. There's a ton of free content out there, a lot of free articles that you can get the waiver wire article by myself there is weekly game plans for your showdowns there is dfs content there are the cheap value players all for free just go check out dfsarmy.com and listen if you want to try out this dfs game you, you're new to it you're a little bit intimidated by it we do have a special offer still it's dfsarmy.com forward slash free dash offer as well our guy, Tax, who manages a Twitter account, go, go check out Twitter, at DFS Army. There's a lot of free, cool stuff. We're going to be giving away swag all month, so make sure you give it a follow, at DFS Army on Twitter, and hey, give myself a follow, at Deflex Number one Let's get into it. Let's talk business. All right. So i teased it before, but my top running back target of the week it has got to be Latavius Murray of the Denver Broncos. Listen, it's not great, but he's only rostered in 25% of leagues, and at this stage of the season, how often do we have the top, running back on a team, become available. And the thing is, is that when Latavius Murray has been playing, he's actually been somewhat competent. I mean, actually, with the volume just this week, He had uh, an RB performance of of the RB11, so he was an RB1 this week in your PPR leagues. And the thing is, is that nobody's going to come out and say that Latavius Murray is an elite pass catcher, but he's able to catch the ball. So if he can catch two or three receptions, he's getting at 15 to 17 rush attempts every single week. You hope for the touchdown. He can give you pretty solid RB2 production week in, week out. At worst, a flex option. Hey, and at best, he might give you low-end RB1 production. So Latavius Murray, he is definitely the top waiver wire ad. I would put between 12 to 17% of your FAB budget, really depending on what your RB situation is. Listen, if you're desperate for running back, I wouldn't quite go all-in because you want to save a couple bucks down the stretch, but this is the time, right? Generally speaking, if you're not in the hunt come Thanksgiving week, you're pretty much hooped. So go with Latavius Murray. He's definitely worth the bid. Samaje so P. Ryan, Cincinnati Bengals, He's rostered in twelve percent of leagues. We saw that after Joe Mixon went out of the game with a concussion, P. Ryan absolutely went off. Okay, he carried the ball eleven times for thirty yards, but and importantly, he had four catches for fifty-two yards and not one, not a two, but three touchdowns in the passing game. So I mean, he was doing his best Joe Mixon impression. And listen, good on you, Samaj P. Ryan. And to be honest with you, you know, you know, when you look at Joe Mixon, he certainly has the ability to be one of those top tier, like, you know, top one to six running backs drafted every single year in round one in our fantasy drafts. But he typically will fall to late round one, early round two because he is not the best pass blocker. And guess what? Samadji Pirine is, and he is active in the passing game. So all this is to say, if Joe Mixon passes a concussion protocol in the next few days, Samadji Pirine probably not worth starting. But in the event that he doesn't, if anything happens, Samaje Perine is a locked and loaded RB one on that team if given the opportunity. So definitely go out, think about getting Samaje Perine. Still have Jeremy McKinnon on here. Uh, we know that Isaiah Pacheco is going to be the lead dog in that in that backfield, but we've seen it where jeremy McKinnon, especially in catch-up mode, is an active player. And as we just mentioned, Clyde Edwards-Helaire layered out. So I yes, Hilaire was getting a few touches a game. It didn't really even the production, but now it's really it's Pacheco and Jarek McKinnon. Obviously, in PPR leagues, I would suggest favoring Jarek McKinnon. Um, he's only rostered in 26% of leagues, which means he's still out there in a lot of leagues. And again, at this stage of the season, he should not be on waiver wires. I'm going to say between 4 to 5% of your FAB budget. Kyron Williams, 31% still available. Excuse me. Only rostered in 31% of leagues. I'm going to say two to three bucks. Again, listen. His first couple games, he really hasn't done much. Frankly, Daryl Henderson hasn't done much. And right now, the Rams, man, they'll just look absolutely putrid. And Matt Stafford's dealing with a concussion. So if Matt Stafford's going to miss time, it's going to look even worse. But Kyron Williams, he's definitely worth going in, especially in deeper leagues. If you're in a 10-person league, no, he's not going to be worth rostering. If you're in a shallow bench league. So 12-person, but shallow bench, maybe not also. But six bench spots and up is definitely worth considering rostering Kyron Williams. James Cook. Man, okay, listen. It feels like the Bills hate James Cook. But even though they went and got Naheem Hines, Hines is primarily playing on special teams. And he's looked pretty good in special teams. But James Cook was getting more usage where he actually rushed the ball 11 times for 86 yards. And it's not like the Buffalo Bills were just absolutely crushing Cleveland over the weekend. So he was being used in regular game situation. It wasn't just because they were up and giving Singletary rest. He actually was an active participant. So we'd like to see that he does app have the uptick. He had 25% of snap shares versus Devin Singletary, 72%. So we're getting there. We're getting there. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Marlon Mack, listen. He's kind of like a warm body at this point. He's rostered in 10% of leagues, maybe a buck. It's really going to be a death play. If Latavius Murray does go down, he's really all they got in Denver. So worth considering going out and getting Marlon Mack. Finally, Keontae Ingram. So I'm recording this Monday night, as I do every Monday night. So the Cardinals are playing as we speak. You know, Benjamin was cut. Keontae Ingram is going to be the backup. Of course, the rookie, Keontae Ingram, was drafted this year by the Cardinals. He's rostered in 8% of leagues. I would say again, couple bucks. He's more of a handcuff for James Conner more than anything else, but he's definitely worth considering in your leagues. Okay, that's it for the running back position. Not quite as sexy as maybe some of the other positions we're going to talk about, but Latavius Murray, make sure you put some bids on him. Okay, let's talk about the wide receiver position. My number one pick of the week. He's only rostered in 40% of leagues. That is one of my favorite rookies, Traylon Burke, the Tennessee Titans. I'm going to suggest between 10 to 17 percent of your fat. I know it's a wide open bid, but Traylon Burks is a special talent. He was, and I know this is a bit of a cliche, but he was that utility knife type player when he played for Arkansas in College, and that was one of the reasons we were so excited about him coming in. He's had a bit of a an up and down roller coaster type rookie season, but the last few weeks we're starting to see his uptick and. Just last Thursday night, he really had his best – well, he did have his best fantasy performance, but he looked the best. He looked the most comfortable. And he had seven of eight targets, went 111 receiving yards, and um, didn't get in the box. He hasn't actually scored a touchdown yet this season. But that's going to come. That's going to come with increased trust and increased usage. And as the Titans, who are the number one team in the AFC South right now, ladies and gentlemen, as they make their playoff push, if they wish to have – Any success in the postseason, they're going to need to get Traylon Burks adjusted to the NFL game. Now, he only had about 50% usage the last couple weeks since he's been back healthy, but I'm going to chalk that up to the coaching staff making sure that he can stay healthy through the duration of a game. So as he gets more comfortable, as he can prove that he can stay healthy, he's going to get added usage. Okay. Jamison Williams, the rookie Detroit Lions. He's finally designated to return from IR. So Jameson Williams, of course, played for Alabama, an absolute superstar last year. Um, he tore his ACL in the national championship game going up against Georgia. And listen, it sucked because that was pretty much a grind fest and they needed Jameson Williams to really make that difference. But what we'd like to see is just the fact that he does have elite 4-3 speed. Now, One of my favorite websites for data is playerprofiler.com. Now, they have a best comparable to Will Fuller, but I really do think when you look at his, and it's not just Alabama Alabama helmet, but when I watch him, he reminds me of the type of player that Jalen Waddle is. He's quick, he's shifty, insane, yards after the catch. Per Pro Football Focus, so our friends over at PFF, he had an elite um. He had an elite 9.3 yards after catch per reception. Actually, the aforementioned Traylon Brooks also had the same impressive after-the-catch ability. The man's fast as hell. He's good at football. The only thing, of course, I'm going to caution you on just the fact that coming back, an experienced NFL player, we saw it with um, even Chris Godwin, it takes time for these guys to get more comfortable, and he's new to the NFL game. So he's not going to have immediate impact but he's worth considering picking up because if he is healthy, he could make an immediate impact on the Denver, on excuse me, on the Detroit team, and we're going to want to get a piece of that in our fantasy leagues. Okay, Demarcus Robinson, Baltimore Ravens. He's only not rostered nine percent of leagues. He had another explosion this week, and really, it's going to be it's between him and Devin Duvernay every single week of who's going to be Lamar's favorite target. And he is a boom bust type player, but he did catch. All nine of his targets last week for 128 yards against the Carolina Panthers. We saw it as a chief. Like, he was up, he was down. There's not very many other targets in the Baltimore passing game as it is, okay? So, DeMarcus Robinson, he shouldn't be available in most leagues. This week, week 12, as mentioned, not a lot of by the week. Teams, So you're probably not going to have to play him this week. But the week after that is going to be an absolute buzzsaw in terms of the bye weeks. So you're going to want to go out and get yourself some DeMarcus Robinson. Nico Collins, Houston Texans. He's rostered 36% of leagues. I'm going to suggest 2 to 3% of your fab budget. So again, Nico Collins, he had a great game two weeks ago. This week was a little bit more modest. But he had 10 targets, okay? So you want to go... And look at Nico Collins as a potential upside play, death play. Brandon Cooks, man, I don't know. His heart just doesn't seem in it. Maybe the Houston Texans are, just isn't because they, they're they not looking good, right? Last season, they looked a lot better. They looked like they were in games where they're getting a bit more trounced in these, in these games this season. But Nico Collins, a player we like, worth considering going after and get. Julio Jones, worth a mention. He's still rostered in 30%, 30% of leagues. The, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, of course, are coming off their bye this week. So hopefully it's another week where Julio is healthy. Listen, a couple bucks, right? I mean, listen, Tom Brady doesn't exactly look elite, and he's focusing a lot of his attention on Julio, uh, excuse me, on Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. So will Julio have week-in, week-out fantasy relevance? Probably not, but he can score touchdowns. Yes, I know he didn't score as a, as a Falcon very often, but we've seen that Tom's been able to find him in the end zone. So... Definitely worth considering, especially in deeper leagues. Like If you're in a 14-person league, Julio Jones is definitely a player you want to be rostering. Okay, Richie James of the New York Giants. And Wendell Robinson towards ACL. We know that. Darius Slayton, really even over Wendell, was proving to be the number one wide receiver on that team. But Richie James got the touchdown on low volume. He's going to continue to be a part of that passing game. So he's worth considering, again, in deeper leagues. And finally, Terrace Marshall, man. I guess the uh the, it kind of came crashing down this week. Carolina Panthers, again, just look absolutely horrible, but Terrace Marshall, he's had 70 receiving yards in two of the last three games and multiple catches in four of the last five. So keep it up. Keep it up, Terrace Marshall. Again, worth having on your bench for depth. That's it for the wide receiver position. Let's talk about the quarterbacks. Then we're going to get tight ends and we'll get the hell out of here. Okay. Uh, so for all you, Zach Wilson, truth is out there, cover yours. Just just cover yours real quick, okay? Mike White of the New York Jets. Yes, I know. So going up against the Patriots. The Jets only managed to score three points, and they looked absolutely atrocious. Robert Sala today, Monday the 21st, was not committed, non-committal about whether or not Zach Wilson was going to be the starter coming in this next week. So it could be Mike White. You saw just last week that uh, Joe Flacco was a healthy scratch and Mike White was a backup quarterback. So it sounds like if there is going to be a starter, it's going to be Mike White. Now, if I'm the Jets and you're still in a playoff contention, to me, Joe Flacco is the guy to play because of the experience. But we saw Mike White did have some success last season. And listen, if you're an Elijah Moore manager – Zach Wilson hates Elijah Moore, so whereas Mike White actually he was quite productive with him. So I would say Mike White in Superflex only go and spend uh, between three to five percent of your fat. Uh, Cole McCoy Arizona Cardinals. Now again, Cole McCoy uh, is playing for in the, the Monday Night game, and so he makes it out healthy. Sounds like you're going to keep Kyler off the field one more week because they're they're bi-week is in week 13. So that'll give Kyler an additional two extra weeks to get healthy and get right as they make a push for the playoffs, if they can even make the playoffs. So, yeah, you're going to want to go out, get Cole McCoy, a couple bucks, super flex only. Yeah, one quarterback league is definitely not rostering. Okay, let's move on to the tight end position. Juwan Johnson, man, New Orleans Saints, he just continues to freaking produce. He's only about rostered in 30% of leagues. I'm going to suggest between 3 to 5% of your fab, which is a lot for a tight end. In week 11, he only had four targets, but he did get the touchdown. And the week prior to that, he had seven targets and a 70% snap share. So it's very clear that Juwan Johnson is going to be the number one target in that offense for the tight end. It's kind of messy. I get there's three guys on that team, but Juwan Johnson seems to be uh, racing to the top. I would consider him a top 12 tight end, which means he should not be available in most leagues where at least there's 12 people starting. Jawan John Johnson go and get him. Tyler Conklin, he's going to be on my list just because, well, the tenant position is kind of fickle, but he generally is quite good when he gets get, when he's given the targets. Last week he didn't do a squat, but uh he's a decent fill-in option. Uh, Foster Moreau is still on this list. He's only rostered in 49% of leagues. Again, he's going to be a decent fill-in, but he's he's really a blocker. And we saw it just this week where he had 100 percent of the snap share. He was on for every single snap on offense for. For Yeah, for Las Vegas, Vegas, excuse me. And he didn't really put up fantasy production. So Las Vegas isn't exactly a team. Unless it's Devontae Adams or Josh Jacobs, you really don't want a piece of that offense. But push comes to shove for depth. Foster Moreau is worth considering. And finally, Trey McBride, the rookie Arizona Cardinals tight end. So I have no idea how, how well he's doing tonight. So this might be a cold take, but we liked him as a prospect in college. And as he continues to get used to the NFL game, Again, they're going to have their bye week in, in a couple weeks in week 13. So he's getting to get, continue to get more and more comfortable. And if you like what you see in Greg Dulcich, that's the type of player that Trent McBride could be. He's an all-around complete type tight end. So you're going to want to go out, especially if you had Zacherts and you want to just plug and play this Arizona Cardinals tight end. Trey McBride is the guy. So that's it, man. It's all fire. We got you covered. This week in the waiver wire again, go check out all of our content over at dfsarmy.com. Like and comment on this video. Hey, listen, we're also trying to improve. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you hate. Come check us out every Saturday morning where I do my live start show, as well as answer any of your flex questions. So, with that, we are the DFS Army Fantasy Football Show. I am your host, Flex Shane. You can follow me on Twitter at the Flex Network One. Thanks for tuning in. Good week in week or good luck in week 12. And happy Thanksgiving to my American brothers and sisters.